FBI Director Womack. You have a very serious problem. Who is this? A battery of VX gas rockets is presently deployed to deliver a highly lethal strike on the population of the San Francisco Bay Area. I want to know who I'm talking to. This is Brigadier General Francis X. Hummel, United States Marine Corps from Alcatraz. Out. All right. We are dealing with one smart son of a bitch. Who is your best chemical biological man? We need first-hand intelligence in the tunnel systems. Alcatraz has been ripped up and rebuilt for years. Under there is a maze of shit. There is someone who I think can help us. His name is John Mason, a British national incarcerated on Alcatraz in 1962, escaped in 63. There's a hostage situation on Alcatraz. Hostage? 81 tourists. The Rock has become a tourist attraction. Where'd you dig up this guy? That's classic. Welcome to the rock. We got visitors. Drop your weapon! Hold your fire! You're walking to the wrong goddamn room, Commander! God damn it, Commander, one last man. You tell your men to safety their weapons, drop them on the deck. I cannot give that order! Hey, I'm not gonna repeat that order! I will not give that order! What the hell is wrong with you, man? You're going down! Oh my god. But what I'm dealing with here. It's one of the most deadly substances the Earth has ever known. So what do you see? You're coming some friggin' flak! We rockin' somewhere else. We have to find them! Go, 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 go! Fire. Retreat at the uh, Hotel Shumshing. <laughs> I can't remember which was. <laughs> it's a Chinese hotel. <laughs> the Shumshing. <laughs> the Hotel Shumshing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Podcast time. Mm-hmm. We're back once again. This is Let's Ruin Our Childhood. Yes, it is. Who are the you? Podcast. I am Alex Carter. I'm Tom McGrain, and I'm standing up because my back hurts. You are standing up for the podcast. Mm-hmm. You believe in so much that you will stand up for it at all I times. Will. And because your back is in searing pain. <laughs> yes. Not as much as yesterday. That's but good. Still, yes. Wish we had another podcast. <laughs> the No Sleep Podcast. Goddamn, we've spent a lot of time podcasting. We do. There are hours and hours of us talking a lot of nonsense out there at this point. Yes, there is. Like, a lot. Yes. I mean, we're, we're officially, we kind of went over it without any sort of fanfare, but we're in our, like, third year now. Holy shit. We started, like... 
I think in like the end of February two years ago. Good God, sticking to something. I know, two years. Mm -hmm. I stick to horrible jobs and podcasts. Hey. That's it. And comedy. One of them's going to pay off. Yeah, they are. (laughs) And one of them might kill you. Mm -hmm. Which one will it be? Yeah, two of them might kill me. (laughs) Maybe three. (laughs) Maybe all three will kill me. Yeah, I think all three are conspiring against me for sure. Mm -hmm. One of them's got a pretty clear shot. Hello, kitty. We got my friend Emmett's cat in the got house. Pod cat in the house. Very yep. exciting. He's not... missed the presence of a cat here for a oh, while yeah. now. Look at him, Paulo. What are you doing? Sniffing around. He is uh, very into the fish tank. Yes, he is. Who isn't? <laughs> We're all into it. Yeah, we are. Are we in a fish tank right now? <sighs> Possibly. I felt like I was in one while I was watching this fucking movie. What does that even mean? I don't know. I'm saying get ready for a podcast where Alex didn't really like the movie they watched. <laughs> <laughs> it's either got to be really good or not not necessarily really good. Like, I wouldn't it just call... has to have standout moments in it one way or another. Right. Like I wouldn't call Dirty Dancing really good. But I'd also never seen it before, right. and it was pretty pretty good. It had standout moments, big time. Yeah, um, or they have to be really bad, where it's like this is so bad, I can't believe how bad this is. I remember when it came out. This was, I mean, this came out in '96. The Rock, by the way, I know you know this, but we have to legally yes, say it in the podcast, the or we'll get in big directed trouble by Michael license. Bay. Produced by Jerry Bruckheimer and Don, Don Sim- Simpson. Don Simpson. This is Don Simpson's uh, final movie. He died before it came out. Oh, yeah. There's a to tribute him. to him at the end. Not a what other movies? They did uh, uh, Days of Thunder? Probably. What was their first movie? What was the first Michael Bay, Don Simpson? Uh, I don't think Michael Bay directed Days of Thunder, did he? Er. Days of Thunder. Er. <laughs> no. That's too good. I mean, it's like too well done, not enough explosions. It's weird to say that about a NASCAR movie, I guess, but that was like, that was when NASCAR was on the come up. And they were like, look at this real serious movie about race car driving and NASCAR. And it's got <laughs> little Tom Cruise as a race car man. Oh, yeah. Nicole Kidman as a doctor. Cole Trickle. Cole Trickle. Bat, okay. So he has he directed a shitload of um, music videos in the '90s. That's what he did. Don Simpson, uh, Michael Bay. Oh, okay, all right. Uh, his first actual film was 1995's Bad Boys. Ah, I see, I see. That, that makes was the first sense. Michael Bay movie, Bad Boys. I would not have guessed that. I would have given enough time. Bad Boys is also rewatch Bad Boys, and some people still love it. But it's one of those movies where I'm like, ugh. Ooh, I forgot about Bad Boys. Yeah. I think they're, they're working on the third one, right? I think so. Yeah, good, good for Martin Lawrence. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's a little boost. Yeah, he's in the Beach Bomb though. Although but, Martin is in reruns like all the time. Yeah, he's not hurting for money no. by any means, but you know. So The Rock was his second movie. All right, I, I was trying to remember like where Con Air was. He didn't direct like, that. I don't think. 
Con Air, you just it might have the same producers, but I don't think Michael Bay oh, directed yeah, right. Con Air. Okay, so Michael Bay goes. It seems like Michael Bad Bay. Boys, The Rock, Armageddon, Pearl Harbor, Bad Boys 2, The Island, and then he goes into the Transformers. Okay. Huh. All those movies are so very much Michael Bay movies that it's... Yes. Pearl it's like Harbor America, motherfucker. Pearl Harbor is so bad. I don't it's think so I've, stupid. I think I saw that once in the theater and was just like, ha. Huh. Yeah. Like, I've never read Josh Hartnett that. can't read. <laughs> it is so fucking dumb. Have you, is that, have you seen that multiple times? No. Yeah. I, say, I saw... I. I saw it once. I bet that movie is hilarious. Actually, surprisingly, of all point. of those movies, the one that got the least amount of love is the one I probably liked the most, which is The Island, where they're har- harvesting. I, I, didn't, I don't think I ever saw The Island. They're harvesting clones, body yeah. parts. Yeah. And it's, uh, it was a neat premise. Also, a weird cast, Ewan McGregor. Were there, were there a lot of upshots of American flags backlit and like jets flying? It's very possible. Here's, a, here's something I'll admit. I've never, I've not seen a single Transformer movie. Oh, that's okay. The first one is pretty good. And apparently Bumblebee is pretty good, but Michael Bay had nothing to do with it. Oh, really? Yeah. He probably produced it. So the Michael Bay Transformers are done then? Yeah, most likely. They said they're rebooting it with uh, Bumblebee. Yeah. They're rebooting the new And they're calling whatever. Bumblebee like the an ode to 80s movies. It's like a, the E.T., but with a robot car. Wow. And I've heard it's very good. Wow. Yes. 13-year-old me would have been all over that. Um, adult me, if I saw more movies, I would have been all over it. But Yeah. Um, Transformers 1 is very entertaining. Transformers 2 is very bad. <laughs> Transformers 3, also very bad. And guess what Transformers 4 is? Real fucking bad. Are there four Transformers? <laughs> I think there are. Okay. Uh, Transformers. Transformers Revenge of the Fallen. Yeah. Uh, Dark Side Dark of the, of the Moon. Dark of the Moon. Yeah. So that's three. And then, and then Dinosaurs. Age of Extinction. <laughs> yes. And then Last Night. The Last Night. Oh, there's five of those yeah, fucking movies? That came out in 2017. I remember, I remember seeing the ads for that, or the trailer. There's like one. like swinging swords, and it's like, what are they doing? Oh, dude. Age and of then Nights, it's like, they go back to Nights of the I never table. saw that one, but Age of Extinction, it's like, hey, robot dinosaurs, and now half the movie's in China. No reason. <laughs> right, China? Yeah. Wink, wink. Yeah. We like China. <laughs> yes. We make yes. money in China. <laughs> yes. I didn't say that They're racistly. They're all like billion-dollar movies that made a humongous chunk of their money in China. And the one with the dinosaurs. Also, the one with the dinosaurs, it's like a lot of off-screen action with John Goodman yelling as a robot. You're like, they're not even showing anything. Yeah. They're just showing China. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Michael Bay's fucking dumb. Yeah. He's, I don't know what his redeeming qualities are because his movies are. The Rock is probably the one that everyone would say is like his go-to good movie. Yeah, I, I certainly thought Watch that. Watch it again. Yeah. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yes. I, I remember seeing this in the theater. I remember this was a huge movie. Yep. Sean Connery was back. He was. This is Nicolas Cage at like peak Nicolas Cage. Yes, it was. Like this is the guy. This to is the, an embarrassing this is the version, degree. 
Yeah, this this is like the caricature version yes. that, that people would imitate him as is who he is in this uh this movie. Yeah. This is the uh post Oscar Nicolas Cage where he's just like now doing dumb action movies. Yeah. When you think about him, you're like, damn, this dude used to fucking be nominated for awards regularly. And then I don't know. Then he uh, had a bunch of bad investments and uh he had to start doing like he couldn't say no to a movie, basically. Yeah. So he did like B movies, like straight to D, like D, straight to DVD movies. He did the fucking movie about the goddamn, uh, you know what I'm talking about? Where everybody, the Rapture, Left Behind. Oh yeah, he's the star of Left Behind. Oh no, here comes Jesus. <laughs> yes. I don't even know how to do a. No, I, I was thinking about it as I was watching this movie. <laughs> I was like, there's going to be a lot of Nicolas Cage and Sean Connery happening. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I'll take the rapist. Sean Connery. <laughs> Man, I will say this, though, for this movie. I This did make me miss Sean Connery. He's still alive. Yeah, but he's, like, on his way out. He, has, like, he is. And I also read a thing. Like, he turned down playing Dumbledore because he didn't get Harry Potter. And I was like, dude. Didn't he do that to a bunch of movies? Yeah, I feel like Sean. And then Connery he's like the one he no. was like the one he was like, "Yep, this is the one." Was the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen? Yes, <laughs> I, know, I have to look that up because I, <laughs> yeah. I. It was like a thing where there's like several big film Humongous franchises that where they needed like, an old man. No. Oh, Gandalf! I think he turned that down too. So two huge wizards that were in massive franchises. I'm pretty sure he turned down both. Gandalf and Dumbledore because he didn't get it. Whoops. <laughs> Whoopsie daisy. Yeah. <laughs> That's like Will Smith uh, picked Wild Wild West over fucking The Matrix. Right. Right. Although The Matrix would not have been the same movie with Will Smith. No. Not at all. Because he would have he had a like Welcome to Earth moment yeah. where it would have been Will Smithy. You know what I'm yeah. saying? You can't. Not Will, like, Will Smith cannot have a I know kung fu moment that you buy. You know what I mean? No. Keanu, like, I know yeah, kung Keanu's fu. like, yeah, like I've been like uh, out of it for so long. I've been surfing <laughs> yes. in movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he has the. Uh, yeah, that would have been weird. In a, weird in a bad way. Yeah. We've also done more Keanu movies than anyone else. Um, is this our second Nicolas Cage movie? Yes. <laughs> well, what was our other one? Um, oh, Face Off. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Face Off. John Woo. Yeah, and, and oh, boy, I, I feel the same about both of these movies, although I liked uh, Face Off more than this. Oh, but. no. This podcast is going to suck. <laughs> <laughs> this movie made $335 million. Damn. So it was a, a phenomenon. Everyone yeah. was like... The, and rated R. Yeah. I mean, yeah. The big... I assume. I the guess. big action movie. The big Michael Bay movie. Yeah. And it is just... It does not hold up it's just like wow this was this is if you take out sean connery and uh nicholas cage 
every other like B actor in but Hollywood Harris. is in it. Ed Harris is a big star. Oh yes, yeah, yes. those three. But every, like it had all the like William Forsythe. All those people. David Morse. Oh yeah. <laughs> like '90s stalwarts yep. in every movie. They're henchmen. They're captains. You know what I'm saying? Sidekicks, whatever. Friends, yep. neighbors. Yep, yep, yep. Just ubiquitous on all those movies everywhere. Yeah. And they're, they, they make up a large part of the uh, crew of this movie. Yes, they do. The guy that played the director of the FBI, whatever his fucking name is. Yeah, he was in L.A. Law. Yeah. Yep. Um... <laughs> All right, I took so many notes, Alex. I was standing up. <laughs> standing up, taking notes. Yep. Should we begin? Um. Yes. Let's go <laughs> ahead. You know what? Let's go ahead and get into it. <laughs> okay. We're here. All right. We got the, we got the mics. I don't know how to... Uh, it's kind of like face-off where I didn't know... Like, some of it is just so over the top that you're like, how do you... It feels like propaganda. Yeah, almost. It really does. Yeah. I mean, you feel like you're watching an army recruiting video. (laughs) That's what these movies feel like. Yeah. Like, like the army had a huge budget. Like, if, if one day we find out, oh, Michael Bay actually was getting fully funded by the government. Right. Like, he was getting paid $50 million just base on just to do these movies by the government. It pro- I mean, it would make sense. Yes. All right. I'm going to start a new conspiracy theory. All right, guys, post this on your Facebook pages. Let's spread this. Michael Bay movies were actually funded by uh, George Soros or whoever the... the George Soros? Isn't that the Amazon guy? No, that's uh, Jeff Bezos. Oh, yeah, Jeff Bezos. Fuck. Sorry. That's embarrassing know. for me. Oh, that is. I'll, don't worry. I'll edit it out. Okay, perfect. Perfect, and I won't say anything terrible for the rest of the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Only one one edit this week. Mm. All right, whatever. All right, The Rock. This is before Dwayne The Rock Johnson was a thing. Yes. So before The the Rock, there was The Rock. Yes. A.K.A. this movie. Here we go. Open on a very rainy military funeral. Cut to Ed Harris putting on his dress blues and smoking a cigarette. Cut to some kind of mission gone wrong, all mixed together. Yeah. Okay, this is the opening credits. The cemetery is ridiculously rainy. It is raining so hard. Ed Harris is in his marine dress blues hat and everything, and he has approximately 75 medals pinned to his chest. He does, yes. Like a a ridiculous amount. Row after row after row. As the movie goes on, it doesn't make sense because his whole purpose is the fact that all of the people that died beneath him were not acknowledged by the government. Yet he has more medals than any man that has ever served of all time. Yeah. It's fine. Uh, so what are they going to do? We're like, something's happening post, uh, his funeral visit and it's some kind of, they're going to pull off a heist because they're outside of some kind of, uh, military base. Yeah. Firing oh. off, uh, crossbows with grappling yeah, they are, arrows. Yeah. They're, that's right. I forgot. That's how it started. Oh God. That's right. They take over a military base. Yes. 
But with all trank darts. Yes, and beanbag guns. Bean, yeah, and, they shoot a guy yeah. in the chest with a giant rubber ball. You're like, yeah. well, that's weird. They don't want to kill anyone. Yeah. yeah. So okay. So, and they're all they all have these nice zip lines planted over the. They all zip. Perfectly. They're all zip lining in. Even though when they shot them, it totally looked like they shot them through the fence. Yeah. I was like, well, okay, <laughs> whatever. It was the '90s. Yes. We love that kind of shit. Uh, so they're fighting through. They're knocking people out, shooting them with tranquilizer, tranquilizer darts, and yep. they get one guy dig through his pockets. They got it. They got the access, access card. Access key. Yep. And they go through la da da into the yeah la da da la da da hoo hoo into the armory. Yes, where all the big time weapons are stored. Yep. The na- the navy armory. Yep. The experimental weapons, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> And they get to what they're looking for, which is uh, a poisonous thing, a po- missiles full of poison gas that yeah, could take chemical out- chemical weapons. Yeah. They could take out everyone within eight miles, we come to find out, yeah. if it's put into the atmosphere. And not just one of these. Uh, it says a teaspoon, right. if put into the atmosphere, could kill everyone within eight miles. Right. And there's like- Two gallons of it in individual spheres. Yes, in yeah. these weapons. Yes, so it seems like a bit of overkill there. Like yeah. if a teaspoon could take out everyone within eight miles. Um, yeah, you you're know, how many? You're destroying 24? a large portion of the earth. <laughs> yes, when you really didn't need forty-eight to. three-ounce yeah. balls uh, right. will uh, take care of business. The United States has eighteen less states now. They're just a, it's just a yes. dead zone. <laughs> yes. And they're stealing 16 of these things, uh, I believe. And they get them, they're getting them, and he pulls out. For some reason, to double check, they pull one out and have a look at it, and the dude drops it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like, oh, God, evacuate, evacuate. <laughs> and everybody gets out except for one guy and his fucking- He locks him. It's a very, it's a very uh, Michael Bay- that orchestral music is pat, you know, and it's the cutscenes and the guy very tense, very tense, lights flashing, and, and, and boy David and Morse. they totally so they basically a guy's like trapped. He's like, no, let me. They could have let him out. Yes. Well, I don't. I mean, dude, it seems like they had time. One teaspoon. I know, miles. but the guy was right there. He could have got him in, and then clo- we're talking about a half a second. What happens to like, the people nope. that open the door later? Was that dude just in there forever? Like, <laughs> yeah, they just yeah. like sink the ship. Yeah, like, yeah. and it, not only there's also an antidote to this. Turns out to keep your face from boiling. Like, right? They're like it's corrosive. Yeah, because the guy, <laughs> <laughs> but the like, guy's yeah. but his face is all bubbled up. It was like some good practical makeup, and mm-hmm. he's like, uh, it's just you know he's pounding. Let me out, and it's a, a pretty, yep. pretty intense moment. Yes, for a Indeed. '90s movie. That was slightly out of order, but we don't care. Um, no, we don't. Oh, no, yeah. Cut to uh, Nick Cage messing around at work because he's bored. He's just a, an office guy, chemist, just chilling. And uh, they get an emergency call, and him and his coworker were just fucking around, shooting darts yeah. at stuff. And they get called to the, uh, the glass cage, the classic... Diffuse the bomb glass cage. Is yep. that classic? I don't know. Uh, like, yeah, the the big cage they get it, go into. Yeah, it's always the big. Idea. I call Nicholas Cage the big cage. <laughs> <laughs> the big cage, <laughs> the big cage baby. <laughs> uh, and they go in there, and there it's just a wooden crate. 
Yeah. And they're prying it open. They're going through this. Nudie well, mags. Some Bosnian guys sent this thing. Yeah. And uh, it, be, might, it might have sarin gas or something. Yeah. And, I don't know. There's a nudie mags, a, uh, a baby doll. And the the guy that isn't Nicolas Cage is like, dur, 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 look at the baby doll. And Nicolas Cage is like, don't do that. Don't, hey, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> that actually works pretty good for Nicolas Cage. It actually does. <laughs> you just got to be a little more breathy about it. Hey. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> um, uh, it turns out, guess what? This baby doll opens his mouth and starts shooting gas everywhere. Yep. Uh, and not only this is also corrosive, so it's super poisonous. There's also a bomb in there. Also, a bomb is in there. Yep. Timer's going down. Yeah, and they've got like 30 seconds. And Nicholas Cage is like, "We need water. Like, where's my water?" Yeah, and it's not coming. Come on, guys. The other <laughs> dude's fucking suit is melting. And uh, and the roaches that they have in there, like the canary and the coal mine roaches, are like yep. exploding yep. and popping like fucking popcorn. Right. Meanwhile, Nicolas Cage is trying to defuse, very clumsily, I might add, I'm defuse trying the to bomb. defuse the bomb. <laughs> yes. No, and he's like, oh, oh, oh. that's oh, it's perfect. I'm very good at this. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the d- meanwhile, the other guy's fucking suit is exploding or melting. Yeah. And they're telling him, because I think it's the gas that they're about to deal with unbeknownst to them yes. that the dude has to stick that huge needle into his heart right he's like you expect me to stick this into my heart I'm like ah but luckily the thing starts sucking up all the poison the water comes through everyone in there all thinks the they're gonna die though because there is over. still a bomb but nicholas cage gets guess what he does he fucking diffuses that motherfucker yep right on time Big Cage does it again. You better believe it. <laughs> I did it. <laughs> um, so Big now he's at, he's at home at his uh, nice apartment with uh, presumably wearing boxers. I don't know. I think we're supposed to think he was naked. Okay. Maybe he was naked. Then his super hot wife comes home. His super hot wife that used to be in a bunch of stuff. Yeah. She, she looked familiar from the 90s. Yeah. And uh, she's like, I've got some news for you. I've had a strange day or whatever. He's like, oh, well, I've had a pretty strange day myself. (laughs) 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 And he explains what happens and that he came home after work because of how crazy his day was that he almost got melted in a glass cage. And then she explains to him, this is after he, of course, says, Having a child in this world yes. would be the dumbest thing anyone could possibly do. Something to that effect. Yes. yes. And she's like, did you mean that? I'm pregnant. And he's like, what? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> you guys think it's funny when we do that? Because, boy, we think it's funny when we do that. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> Oh <laughs> uh, like, shit! Makes me laugh every time. Mm-hmm. Did you mean <laughs> what you said? Blah blah blah. And he's like, "I meant it at the time." She's like, "That was seven and a half seconds ago." 
He's like, well, yeah. And then she proposes to him. I like how this him. podcast is just broken down into Toll acting out most of the movie by himself, doing all parts, <laughs> all characters <laughs> written and performed by Toll McGrain. Uh, <laughs> Star interpretation of The Rock. That's pretty much, I mean, not far off. Till we go on our tangents, we, you know. <laughs> yeah, so then she proposes to him. And he doesn't say much, but he's like, "This is uh, this is a lot, essentially." Yeah. Cut to an Alcatraz tour. Being uh, the tour guide is another one of those '90s actors that you see in so many things. Couldn't this, no one could name him. This but. movie was uh, it was like a, a a Hall of Fame of '90s. Uh, what year did you say this came out? '96. '96. Yeah. Okay. Bad Boys came out in 95. Right. Okay. All right. But John, John, this is John McGinley before Scrubs. Yes. He and was the in. The Candyman was one of the oh, people, yeah. too. Yep. I mean, there was, I mean, guys, it was a who's who. The hooker from Borat was one <laughs> yes, of the prisoners. Lunel. Yes, I'm yes. like, look, this now. I didn't yes, know she was. Yeah. The hooker from yep. Borat. Um, and this is where we find out like Ed Harris is a conflicted villain because he tells he sees a couple of kids and he's like go tell your teacher that you need to leave right now he doesn't give them an excuse though I feel like two kids going up to their teacher and being like we need to leave right now the teacher Come would be on! like no what yeah. the fuck are you talking about like that old man just told us to leave also the kids would be like fuck you and they just run away yes uh, we don't talk to strangers <laughs> Even if they have very seductive eyes. <laughs> no chomo. <laughs> that's an inside joke. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> um, so, yeah, they're taking that tour. Everybody and Bob, the tour guide, is like, climb into the fucking cells, as you would do, while we lock you all in for fun. Right. Which I guess maybe on a tour of Alcatraz. Maybe. I got an Alcatraz sweatshirt when I visited San Francisco as a child. Yeah. But I don't think we actually... You never made it out to The I Rock? I don't think we went to The Rock. But I did get an Alcatraz sweatshirt. And it was like a triathlon, triathlon sweatshirt. It was like run, swim, ah, gotcha. climb or something like that. It was, <laughs> and it had prison stripes. Hilarious. Wow. I did like it very much in <laughs> fifth grade or however. Get you laid like crazy yeah. in fifth grade. Oh, you better believe it, buddy. <laughs> I was almost kissing all kinds of girls. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, once everybody's in the cells, uh, they lock them down, and it's like, tour's over, Bob. Like, okay, all right. And this is where we see the hooker from Borat. <laughs> <laughs> Lunell. Lunell is in the, yep. she's in one of the uh, jail cells. Yep. She ain't um, having it. PS, and these army guys, I don't know how they slipped all this shit in on the tour, but uh, they did somehow. Now they're they're setting up shop on old Alcatraz. They're taking over. Ready to go. Um, Ed Harris explains to his men that uh, Washington, whoever else, a bunch of patriotic dudes from the past were branded as traitors by the British. Yeah. And he's like, we, but now they're seen as patriots. What? What? <laughs> and that they'll be seen as patriots 
Some shit like that. Uh, yeah, he basically, he, so he lays out his reasoning for what he's about to do. Yes, he was a Marine Force recon. They were doing super secret missions so that when the people on his missions died, the families didn't get anything. Um, and they didn't get any rec- recognition. They didn't even get military funerals. Right. So and he's going to demand that all these families get a million dollars. Yes. 83 men died under his command. Yeah. He wants a hundred million dollars right. to give each family a million dollars, each guy working for him a million dollars. Yeah. And then whatever is left, don't worry about it. He spends it the way he wants. Right. Also, this is sort of like the Austin Powers bit where he's like, one million dollars. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. And like a hundred million dollars, even in 96, it was like, that's not, yeah, just what, give the man his money. Right. He's going to fucking murder all of San Francisco. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and when I heard that that, that, that is what the is going to tether this whole movie together, this is the whole the flashpoint here yeah. this is the this is the problem is that he is upset about the people that died under his command basically weren't honored enough right yes. they didn't get enough and so this is this is his solution to that problem is to threaten the lives of millions of americans yes. via a mutiny of the military and country that he is like served his whole life and honorably yes and is like all about yes he's gonna go against everything he believes in yes he is and it's like yeah and a part of his whole thing is like and then and then you'll uh fly us to a country with no extradition yes also you feel like You're like there's no way this this whole plan not to mention a guy as honored as he was if he went to like the pentagon and was like yo um yeah, right. None he, of my peeps got their dues after the, their families didn't get what they deserved after they were killed. Like, help me out. And they'd probably be like, okay, we will, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Trump wasn't president then, so it'd probably be all right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. One teaspoon of this fucking poison gas they have in their missiles will kill everything within an eight-mile radius. And the only way to stop it, we find out from the people at the Pentagon, is thermite plasma, which is experimental. And they're like, what are the odds of that happening? He was like, it would take a miracle, or whatever he fucking says, because it's not ready to go. They don't have it. Right. It's the only thing that will prevent- Counteract yes, this the poison. effect of yeah. the- Yeah. Um, cut to Nick Cage boning his hot girlfriend and getting a call while that's happening. Yeah, they're having sexy time. Sexy time, and he's getting called to San Francisco, where he's got to go, be just average Joe, which will come up for me very shortly. <laughs> where it's like, what? What do you want him to be here? Is he, is he average Joe, or what the fuck is going on? Right. And he tells her, "I will marry you." Whatever. And then back to the Pentagon, they're like, "Well, the thermite." blast won't work what are we gonna do they're like well we need someone with knowledge someone that knows the inner workings of alcatraz oh the the guy that the architect that built it died yeah. two years ago and no one else that yes. works there is alive 
Like, well, there might be one guy. And it's like, sir, I was under the impression no one ever escaped from Alcatraz. Even though there's literally a movie based on a true story. It's called, called Escape from it's Alcatraz. Called Escape from Alcatraz. <laughs> yes. Quite famous. Where they boat away. Like, maybe they drowned, but they did, you know. Yeah. I don't know how accurate the movie is, but they didn't find but those again, dudes. Title of the movie, Escape from Alcatraz. Yes, correct. Oh! Uh, and then they start explaining, like, oh, someone knowledge, someone I think can help us. Uh, he's broke out of three maximum security prisons. Whatever. Cut to grizzled, long-haired Sean Connery. Sean Connery. Walking out in shackles. All wet for some reason. Yeah. Is he not? He seemed kind of wet. Yes. Like his hair seemed wet. Yeah. Yeah. So now the FBI is setting up shop in San Francisco. Um, and they're... Uh, interrogating Sean Connery to try to give him the lowdown and first ask him some questions. So, like, basically, Sean Connery's a guy that knows everything about Alcatraz. Yes. So he, we're going to see if we can get him to... Yes, to tell us what to do. Right. And they're interviewing him, and uh, he's like, The Rock has become a tourist attraction. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, it has. Uh, and the first guy that interviews him, old William Forsyth, 90s staple, doesn't get the job done. And for some reason, their idea is send Goodspeed in. That's Nicolas Cage's character's name. Yeah. Who's And he's like, I don't know what I'm doing. Why would you send me in? I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> That's a little more Yeah. <laughs> uh, and he goes in there, and he clearly doesn't know what he's doing. And uh, Sean Connery gives some demands, and Nicolas Cage is just like, all right, you want a suite? Got it. You want your uh, shackles want unlocked? suite at the uh, Hotel Shumshing. <laughs> I can't remember which was. <laughs> it's a Chinese hotel. <laughs> the Shumshing. <laughs> the Hotel Shumshing. Um, and then they're like, what, is he just going to give it all away? Because he's got a past with the uh, <laughs> with the uh, FBI director Womack, <laughs> who is who's behind the uh, double. Who played side. Womack? Uh, we didn't know his name from Law and Order. I think you're confused, though. Are you thinking of the judge from Law and Order? Because that's not who that was. Law and Order. Yeah, Womack. No, no, I said L.A. Law. Oh, then you're probably exactly right. No, that's Law and Order, bitch. <laughs> How does L.A. Law's theme song go? Oh boy, uh, I can't remember now. They would close the uh, the uh, trunk of the car. Oh yeah. It sounded also- like the beginning of that Steely Dan song. <laughs> I got a friend of mine, your name. We can go out driving on slow hand road. We can go outside and play games. I don't know. But if you have a change of heart, <laughs> Ricky don't lose a number. <laughs> That's the L.A. Law theme song? Yes. Weird. <laughs> All right. Oh, man. Uh, okay, so any, like right away, Nicholas Cage is like, "Here, sign this. You'll be free if you go through with what we're doing." 
And he walks out back behind the uh, double-sided mirror, or what? What do you call those? Two two-way glass. Two-way yeah, glass. yeah. The, the classic. The entire yes. wall is a mirror. The other side is a room of police yes. talking. Do you think he'll fucking? Oh God, yes. no, he's not. I'm gonna go in there. You know the whole. Does that even exist? I wonder in real life. Two-way glass, so faux show. No, but like I've seen it. I. I I've never been in police custody. It's not where as good I'm as being it? interviewed by a detective. Right. I, I can't imagine it's all like a room where there's always a five by right. ten no. mirror on the right. wall with a group of at least three other police officers and a scientist and someone recording everything. Yes. Um. Uh, Ricky, don't lose that number. No, you shouldn't. You don't want to call nobody else. (laughs) (laughs) Send it off in a letter to yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So Nicolas Cage goes back and he's like, here's the document. And Womack immediately tears it up. And Nicolas Cage is like, what? (laughs) He's like, that was a federal document. That was much more snake than Nicolas Cage. Um, <laughs> and also, one of the dudes, the first guy threw a quarter at Sean Connery. The first guy that was going to interrogate him. Mm-hmm. And Sean Connery, after he got unshackled, put the quarter under his chair and then like scuffed it up a bit. Yes. And somehow, I think, filed through his chains with it. What the fuck did he do with it? Uh, well... Yeah, he he was able to. Yeah, what did he? He did something with it that got him free enough that he could that he broke the window. He broke the two way glass. He took he took the coin and scratched a circle into the glass. Oh, uh, okay, okay. That with with a sharpened quarter. Ah, uh, yes. Because that's a glass cutter. Yeah, you know. And then he just punched the middle of it, and it had he nothing. punches through it like with his palm. Yes. So, and then he just sticks his head through and goes, Womack! Yes. <laughs> yeah. You're like, you're like, I knew it! Womack! And that's like, that's that. Then he runs away, right? Uh, Yes. Then he's yeah. out on the loose. Uh, Womack! Why am I not surprised, you piece of shit? <laughs> why am I not surprised? Yes. Uh, Nick Cage tells his girlfriend not to come to San Francisco because he knows there's uh, poison coming. Poison missiles aimed at the city. So she immediately gets on a plane and goes to. Yeah, he should have really explained that better. I feel like, and she's like, "What? No, I'm coming." And he's like, "Honey, no." And if your boyfriend is an FBI agent that's on some weird case, and yeah, also like a chemical weapons in, expert yeah, in San Francisco, is <laughs> yeah. like, "Don't come to San Francisco." You should be able to read through the lines. But she immediately said, "I'm going to San Francisco." I'm and- fucking pregnant. <laughs> She was on her way. Yep. Um, so he does. He got a suite, and um, he's singing, taking a shower in his suite, pulling out what I assume. I was like, what the fuck is that? Why is there a rope in the shower? A clothesline, I assume, to dry I did, clothes? Uh, okay. Where would you be washing clothes? I have no idea. See, I thought you would know. No, I saw that. I'm like, what is this all about? He just There's just a, a line of string that comes out of a hole in the wall yeah. in a shower? I was like, is this is this like a in wall anal beads? No that would have made a lot of sense. It actually. would, yeah. retractable, <laughs> reusable anal beads. 
I, I said to my, I, guess, I was like, it must be a clothesline to dry your towels on, maybe? But wouldn't I, there I, be a towel rack? than I came up with. I was just, I'm like, I'm not sure what yeah. this is supposed to be. And, uh, but we see that he's obviously pulling it out and he's, he's going to use it to his advantage. And he's, he's singing, if you're going to San Francisco, <laughs> uh, the San Francisco treat. And Rice while he's describing the treat, <laughs> you're going to love the way you look. Rice Roni. Uh, it's delicious. Yeah. And he distracts them by singing. And while he's singing, he orders room service. He gets a bunch of food to the room. Yeah, uh, a bunch of food to the room. We learn later that he ordered like several thousands of dollars, like a humongous spread for like a party. In the course, the cops are all indulging. To distract the cops. I've been sitting for so long. Good for me, Alex. Good job, buddy. The the podcast is therapeutic, my friend. It is. It has the it has the healing powers of Jesus. Yes, but I'm not in my normal uh, laid back and reclined position. Ah, gotcha. I'm on the edge. You're on the edge of He Man. Yes, I'm on the edge. <laughs> Call back to last episode. How do you like that, everybody? <laughs> um. So now he's getting all cleaned up by uh, the Boston Commons guy. The guy from that show about yes, yes, uh, Anthony yes, Clark. Yes, dear, yes, dear. Yeah, guy. he was. Uh, yeah, yes, dear. Remember how humongous that show was? Was it? I oh, watched yeah. it all the time. I never missed yeah. that show. That was mm-hmm. hilarious. He was like a comedian back. Mike in O'Malley. The, yeah, he was a comedian back in the day that got like a like a, a deal, and that was his sitcom deal, and it took off, and like he was done. Well, I remember, but before that, he was on Boston Common, which was like I thought funnier than Yes, dear. But oh man. Because yeah, he was like the southern guy in Boston or some shit like that. That's I right. Fucking, I don't fucking know what it was. Yes. Yes. Um, he's all cleaned up and he's getting uh getting styled, but he's got the clothesline from the shower or whatever the fucking reason there was a retractable rope in the shower. Oh, Just in case you need to murder uh, someone while yeah. you're showering. P.S. We're about to learn that that uh, line is extraordinary like military military strength and about 25 feet long hey yes actually maybe longer than that <laughs> i was being generous <laughs> yes <laughs> yes and he gets cleaned up and he tries to he's so goes, he said so he got his hair cut yeah. and he had a the cape on and they were sitting outside and we see his hands underneath the cape working this rope yeah. into something into like a knot like yeah. a noose so then he gets his shot he wraps it around L.A. Law's uh, hand, yeah. Womack. He's going to shake his hand, wasn't he, or some something? Something, like yeah. and he hooked him, and then th- and he's like, oh, you better not, whatever, and then he threw him over the edge. Off the balcony he goes, which would also rip your fucking hand yeah, off. Yeah, so basically what, hap- <laughs> what happened is he's on this, uh, yeah, he's on the edge of He-Man, and he takes Come the guy, <laughs> he throws him over the edge of He-Man, <laughs> and he drops like 12 feet, and then his arm snap. I mean, it, that would have done one of three things. Ripped all the skin off one, your hand. One, it would have ripped his hand off. Yeah. Two, it would have uh, pulled his elbow apart. Or his shoulder. Or three, it would have pulled his shoulder right out of his arm. Yes. Yeah. But Without, none of those. Bra- well, I don't think it would. No, no, I'm saying like out of like it would just be 
completely out of the sock. Yes. It would absolutely. rip it clean out. Yes. Clean out. But he would still pop it right out. It might rip his hand off, but I don't think it would rip his shoulder off. You know what I'm saying? And that's why that's yeah. why I just said it that way. <laughs> it would rip the skin off of his hand. Like when you I see think those it would skin a hand about yeah. people with titanium rings. Oh my god. My wife my wife she my wife. follows a a uh, I think it's an emergency room uh, on Instagram or something. Ugh. Why? But I mean, it's I get it. shit like that where it's like, here's a hand that someone held a firecracker and the hand is split in half. And here's yeah. a picture of it, like shit like that. So like I've seen skin peeled off of things like that. And no I'm thanks. just saying L.A. Law would have been on that Instagram page is what I'm saying. Yeah. Because that would have. But but no, he's just hanging there screaming. Yeah. Yep. No problem. I mean, it hurts. It's uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Please don't. Oh, because Nicolas Cage is the only one other person out there at the time. And he's like, I'll drop him. And Nicolas Cage is like, please don't. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. That was good. That was pretty good. <laughs> um, and so he ties the other end. Because he, he also isn't just holding on to it. He's made like a pulley system somehow. Like, it's not just the, the way It's a whole the system. Yeah. Yeah. He's got like it wrapped around a couple things, so he's right. It's not so hard to hold on to. But again, where he got that from and how it's that strong, and also how he made the pulley system thing instantaneously. I'll I'll give him that. I'll give him that because he's supposed to be this giant badass. Yes, I'll give him that. I'm more concerned with the length and strength. Length and strength, baby, all day. <laughs> oh, length and strength, 2020. <laughs> Vote for length and strength. Yes. I have a new line of supplements coming out called <laughs> length and strength. It's going to be available at Quick Trips in the boner uh. pill aisle. Length and strength. <laughs> heard it here. Brought to you by Let's Ruin Our Childhood. <laughs> Let's Ruin Our Childhoods. <laughs> length and strength. Oh, no. No chomo. Coming out. Not no. I <laughs> see. If we don't say what it is, nobody fucking knows. Um. So yeah, now uh, Sean Connery is on the run, and he steals a Humvee. Humvee. From oh the god, that's all the farther we are in this movie. And the guy. Well, it's dense. Nicholas Cage wins the end. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, one of those movies, guys. No, I'm just kidding. Um. Yeah, I'm not. But. Sean Connery uh, is in the Humvee. Yes, and then Chase is being made. Nicholas Cage, who's everyday average Joe, fucking steals a goddamn Ferrari. Yes, Nicholas Cage is basically like a desk wonk, yeah, nerdy guy, a lab guy. That's up until this point in the movie, we're very much under the impression he's fucking lame. Yeah, he's yeah. an FBI agent in name, but he's not a field. Not lame because he's a cool scientist, chemistry guy, but. Right, but he's as a, far as field he's stuff, not a field, he he's not a he's not there not out there busting people. He's a scientist, but he is on. But he's also the world's best car race car driver. Yes, turns out. Um, and, I'm gonna inhale and inhale, everybody, and exhale. All right, we're centered once again. We are indeed. I know right where we is. Uh. Mr. Mason, Sean Connery has just stolen a Humvee. Yes. And Nicolas Cage follows closely behind stealing a right. Ferrari. A yellow Ferrari. Where suddenly he is the world's greatest driver. Yeah. In a, in a way that's like, what? 
Yeah. Like, you've been a huge puss this whole time. And, like, he goes back and forth from being, like, a wuss to being, like. Like a nerd. Yeah. A nerd. Supposed to and also, like he, a, early a on, he, like, plays the cool guy. Like, when after he goes through that thing at work and his wife comes home, he's like, I just had a day. And then later he's boning <laughs> his wife and he's like, I got to take this. Probably just. And you're like, what? Are you cool or a nerd? We don't. Who fucking knows? So this car chase is the most um, cliched car chase that's ever happened. I think in that's a movie why this movie ever. is so mad to me is that it's such a. This is a cliche in a, in the form of a movie. Dude, everything was stolen and made fun of. Of this is where it all comes from. No, it, it's one. Of, it had been one made, of the It was being made fun of before this. Like the such cliches like water bottles, vases, the most cartoonish old lady crossing the street you've ever fucking seen. Oh, you mean clearly a young person. Yes, in a that has to jump at some lady. point. Yes, yeah, because she's a stunt person, obviously. Right. Uh, yeah, a trolley getting derailed and then exploding like fifty feet into the air. Yeah, and he's like, oh no. Then it hits the ground and then slides. And then for it's sliding yards, down because man, if you got a movie in San Francisco, there better be a goddamn car chase. And there was. Yeah, so well, they, many they didn't obstacles. have the Statue of Liberty blow, to blow up. They nope. were in San Francisco, so they had to blow a streetcar oh, up yeah. fifty feet into the air and down the street. Well, that's why the streetcar's name is Desire. Cause, oh, because it's like it's getting blown, Alex. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. We need a fucking sound effects bar, like no sleep. <laughs> um, they're talking about Mason. That's his name. Yeah, John. And uh, they say McGrain. I was very, like, one of his aliases. They're like, McGrain. And they're like, oh, Mason. And I was like, whoa. The name is McGrain. Paul McGrain. Yeah, 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 goddamn right. And they find, they're trying to find if there's anybody. Because as Sean Connery's driving, he uh, looks up his daughter. We don't know that it's his daughter, but you assume it's. I thought it was his granddaughter until yeah. he started talking. I'm like, yeah. oh yeah, I guess so. He's only supposed to. He's only sixty in the movie. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Jade Angelou, which is a pretty weird name for a British guy's daughter. <laughs> um. And uh, Nicholas Cage somehow ends up behind all the cops, but they all crash. And then he steals a dirt bike after his Ferrari is smashed by the trolley. Yeah, because he is just a sort of a superhero yeah. all along. And the guy's like, dude, that trolley totally smacked your Ferrari. And he's like, it wasn't mine. <laughs> you're like, okay. And then he steals that guy's dirt bike. Okay. Um, and this is where Nicolas Cage catches up to Sean Connery meeting his daughter because she somehow left her house and got to where she, he wanted to meet. Right. Lickety split. Yeah. And she's with her friend. Claire. Claire Fior. What's her name? I don't remember. She's in a bunch of stuff in the 90s. Yeah. Claire Fiorni. She's the. She's Irish or something. Yeah. Right. This, I think she's Scottish. She okay. was in a, com a commercial for. She's what, in Mystery Men. Booze commercial. Glenn oh, Fiddick. Boy, someone's getting really mad listening to this right now. She was in a commercial for. She's in Meet Joe Black. Mystery yes. Men. Yes. Mall Rats. She's in Mall Rats? Yeah, she's the girl in Mall Rats. Huh. I don't, rem on I don't remember show. Mall Rats very well. Oh, man. I love that movie. People do. 
What? What? And I was like, that chase was on the news probably, right? I mean, half of, they're like, you destroyed half of San Francisco. Oh, so many yeah. cars exploded. So, yes. I mean, it it devastated s- several businesses, probably killed several people. Yes. And the number of cars that exploded, fully exploded, and flipped. Michael Bay So style. many flipping cars. Oh. Yeah, I mean, a real rampage. Yeah. So um, he's talking to his daughter, and she brought a friend, and he was like, did you bring her because you were worried about meeting me? And she's like, yep. <laughs> and then, she's and like, then he said, fine. Turd Ferguson. <laughs> I'll take the rapist. <laughs> um, she asked him what he did. He doesn't really say. He's like, I'm not an evil man. And the... Uh, the cops arrive, other than Nicolas Cage, who was already there somehow, because he got the dirt bike. Mm-hmm. And Nicolas Cage, very kindly, instead of, she's like, are they here for you? He's like, yes. But <laughs> Nicolas Cage is like, your father is working with us. Oh, you need to take him back so we can finish the job, or whatever he fucking, and it's very nice. He's like, you didn't have to do that. Thank you for doing that. Mm-hmm. It was nice. And then this is the, okay, so far in this movie, I wrote this line down. I'm not going to do it any justice. But after he does that for Sean Connery with his daughter, they walk away, and Sean Connery's like, thank you, you didn't have to do that. He goes, cut the chit-chat, a-hole! <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> so crazy. Yeah. Oh, man, Nicolas Cage does crazy, weirdo, pretty good. He Yeah, and he really, he really goes for it in this movie. Oh. This, again, this is... This and like Con Air. This is what this, this was the beginning this, of it. Yes, this yeah. is the beginning of the like Nicolas Cage is the biggest star in the world. Yes, Con Air is a much preferable movie to me. You think so? I still like you Con think Air. So? I don't know how long. I bet I would. I bet. When's I the last time you saw that movie? It's. Mm, I own it. I also own this. I guarantee it. Even though I rented it, and after I, I rented it, it, I was like, I own this without a doubt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna <laughs> I haven't seen I haven't seen uh I haven't seen that Con Air, much like I said about Aquaman. I don't think I've seen Con if Air. People saw my Facebook years. post, but Aquaman is unapologetically fucking insane. Same I give Con Air the same credit where it's like what? Oh, and you? I like that. I like movies that like I, I feel like I still will really like Armageddon because I, I felt like it was like that. Um, Ooh, you did. You uh, you. Really I didn't pulled like back it. on that. I no? didn't like it from the get go. Oh, I loved Armageddon. That fucking Aerosmith song. I was like, I'm out. Really? And this, also that song sacrificing that Bruce Willis sacrificing himself and like I was like, what? Like he didn't even have to. Like, oh, I was why? all in. I was all in on that. Well, you're perfect age, I guess. <laughs> oh, is it age thing? You think? I don't know. Because I was like, what the fuck? This movie's stupid as shit. You're like, Sorry. whatever, Gen X, you <laughs> yeah. assholes. Yes. You're all crying in the movie. Yeah. I heard mm. a car door close. Might be my friend Emmett coming to pick up his cat. Yeah. So good. Um, now, Michael Bain is here. I think we saw Is that how you pronounce that? Bean? Bain? Be- uh, I always say Bain. I, Michael Bain? I always said Bean, but it's probably Bain. I just in my own my own head I say Bean. I don't know how because when I see but like Sean probably... Sean Bean, 
Like the dude from Game of first season of Game of Thrones, the British right. guy in all, in the Lord of the Rings. Yeah, I think I was like his name can't really be Sean Bean. What a fucking lame name! But it might just be Michael Bean too. Should Sean be. Bean, Michael Bean. Cut the chit chat, a hole. Um, they say that. Uh, oh, look at that sweet little kitty cat. Podcat. Yeah. So they're talking about the Rock. Which is Alcatraz with uh, Michael Bain. And Sean Connery is like, you're not going. Or they tell him he's not going because I think he said, like, I'm going to go with you. Yeah, because they, they're trying to get directions. Like, how do you know how far it is? He's like, well, because I have it memorized. Yes. Like, he, he's going it's through all the, in my brain. He's going through their yes. uh, blueprints. And he's like, well, I don't see it. I just know it because I studied it. Yes. Sha, 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 sha. And they're like, so I'll just I'll tell you when I get there. And like, no, no, you're not going with bro. Like, yes, 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 I am. I'm Sean Connery. Oh, it looks like you're between a rock and a hard case, because he's a hard case. Look like you're between a rock and Ted Ferguson. <laughs> I'll take the rapist. Uh, you're coming with us. So they tell Nicholas Cage he also is going, and he's like a fucking desk jockey chemist. So he goes to the bathroom and barfs. Mm-hmm. And now he's like, I'm responsible for a whole city. Because he is, I guess. Uh, his girl's pregnant. She just flew in to see him. <laughs> and he tried to tell her no, but whatever. Uh, hard time transferring. No assurance on thermite plasma. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck that means. Oh, they were having a hard time transferring the funds to give to Ed Harris and the bad guys. Right. And the, there's no assurance that the thermite plasma will be ready in time to blow up Alcatraz. Because it's uh, an experimental yes. thing. Yep. Of course it is. Um, and then Michael Bain very intensely says, We may be in the fight of our lives with the greatest battalion commander in the Vietnam War. Like, oh, doesn't Is that not the... In 96? Yeah, that meant something in 96. Oh, fuck yes. Yeah. Um, and I wasn't, I actually was, the fact that I was about to say that, I was like, that's not, that's a completely, for me to be like, that doesn't seem, because Vietnam no. was like a, you know, a, a, a quagmire, you know? Well, yeah, I mean. But it was still, if you were a but, great leader in Vietnam, you were still a great And particularly in 1996 when they were like, our other, we invaded Iraq at that point. Yes. And it was a, like, oh, And he'd also joke. done that, too. Yes. Yeah, but like, yep. so it was really Vietnam was the last war. No. So they're on their way to get dumped off at the rock, and on the plane, uh, Nick's legs are shaky as fuck, shaking like a mofo. What's his name? Uh, Good Stan speed. Goodspeed. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and he's real nervous, and uh, cut to his girlfriend in the back of a FBI mobile. And she wants to know what's going on, and she jumps out. Whatever. Uh, Sean cut back to the helicopter where they're about to jump out, and Sean Connery turns to Nick Cage and goes, Make sure you don't get us all fucking killed! And you know it's R-rated, because there's no boobies, but there's a lot of blood and F-bombs. Yeah. I think you're over two F-bombs, it's got to be rated R. Yeah. So now they're and dumping oddly them enough, out. there were no boobs in this. No, there was not. Or does Michael Bay have any boobs in his movies? I don't know that Michael Bay had. I'm trying to think of. I don't think so. There's not really boobs in his movies 
maybe in one of the bad boys. I don't know. Who cares? Unknown. Yeah. I think it would be something that I remembered. They're certainly not in Transformers, obviously, (laughs) because they're PG-13. Right. Um, They're getting dropped off by the helicopter. They got some of those uh, movie-style underwater jet skis and handheld propulsion thingies. That only exist in movies. Yeah. And like, like Aquaman. Yep. And they take them in to the entrance or the underwater way to get in to the rock. And they only get he room. knows. Yes. And they're like, you brought us into a room with no exits. Great. We're all dead. We're sitting ducks here. Not so fast. Not so fast. <laughs> There's a flame obstacle course I know how to get right through. <laughs> like, why? Why is there always shooting flames? <laughs> Like what? What is this? Pr- what is the purpose be, of this thing that is? It was shooting? supposed to be a furnace. Yes, but the, what the furnace was was a human-sized flame and wheel obstacle course. Yes, that you flame could time your way through. Yeah, f- yeah. Because yes, gears, you know, alternating you know what's gears and flames. <laughs> energy efficient is when your furnace shoots giant flames. And there's a man-sized uh, yeah. opening <laughs> yes. that a that six-foot-tall man conserves the heat. It roll right. The man-sized opening uh, with shooting flames every Look, two seconds. People, I don't know if you know this or not, but go, if you don't believe me, go downstairs to your basement, go to your furnace, pull the little panel up off the side, and inside you'll see shooting flames and gigantic gears rotating around. Yep. Yeah. It's, it's just it's how houses work, guys. Yeah. Call Shaw, y'all. He'll tell you all about it. <laughs> um, so guess what Sean Connery is about to do? He goes right through Roll it. Roll right through that because oh, he has baby. it timed out. I hope they haven't changed how it's timed. Yes. But he manages, and they're all like, oh, great. He, got, he did he it, and off. now we're all fucked. Well, guess what? He, he comes, comes. He unlocks the door. He comes opens through, it up, baby. And he says, "What's he say?" I welcome, welcome to, to the, the rock. rock. <laughs> yes, yes. The classic line yep. that I remember from the trailer of this movie. Yeah. And guys, spoiler alert: the movie is called The Rock. It is indeed. Um, Nicholas. So now they're in, and Sean Connery seems like he's having kind of a good time. And Nicholas Cage, our man Stan Goodspeed, is like. Are you enjoying this? Absolutely not having a good time. And uh, Sean Connery's like, it's better than my average day of reading philosophy and avoiding Uh gang rape. Yeah. (laughs) And it's like, all right. And you're like, record scratch. Yes. (laughs) And then you're like, wow, I can't believe he just said that. And then he says, they don't really. They don't really go after me like they used to. I'm I'm losing my looks. (laughs) And so you're like, whoa. Yes. Okay, pump the brakes before now. Slam on the brakes. Are you saying that? So you're admitting that you've been gang raped in prison. Well, he avoids it. No, but he said he avoids it. But he basically said they don't. Maybe they don't. They don't come after him anymore. Maybe he's losing his looks because yeah. he's getting old. Mm-hmm. So he used to get gang raped, and now he. I don't know. It also got me. Like I'd like to read. I'm sure they're not very well kept, but the statistics of like, oh boy, getting raped in prison. I know that it happens. But also, like I've had, I've been on dry spells, you know. Sure. I mean, it's it's been a while. <laughs> Winkety dink, you know what I'm saying? I do all right. <laughs> but uh, everybody's been through their times, and at no point am I like, am I like, you know what? Times are switch options. teams. Yeah. yeah. 
time to rape a dude. Because here I am. No, The women, I guess women are not an option. But like, is it more of a... Because I feel like even if... you get, They let you have posters. You get reading material. Uh, well, <laughs> like there's stuff to whack off to. I mean, I wasn't really prepared tonight to prepare a summary on prison rape. Uh, I don't really know what the dynamics are. Yeah. Maybe when you're in there for 10 years, you lose your mind and you're like, I'm going to, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I just, I just don't know. Yeah. Probably a lot of dynamics in play there. Probably some gay people, maybe some people that uh, are gay, but are in the closet and then they're in jail and they're like, hey, And maybe some that aren't at all, that are all about just dominating someone that maybe were already in there for rape. Hey. Yeah. Who's to say? Let's Who's start a new top. Let's, what a fun conversation. Let's start a new podcast and discuss that. <laughs> yes. For three hours uh, at a time. <laughs> okay. All right. 97 paces to shower room. Okay. All right. They get to the shower room. They climb up. Uh, there's a special developed that no one else had motion sensor that they had placed on the grate of the shower room. Yeah. Uh, Sean Connery's got a fucking little camera going up there yeah put some mirrors up they're like yeah. we're gonna put a mirror on it and reflect it back and then we'll go be okay and uh, but in the process they they trigger it. they do they bump it and it's got a little motion sensor in there there's motion in the shower room yes and they all run and rather than stay put all of the marine guys not nah, they're navy seals i think yes they go up into the shower room well, one Navy SEAL, Sean Connery, and Stan Goodspeed stay below. Yeah. Uh, it's a trap, turns out. Yes. And they go, and they're like, okay. And they're like, we're not going to fire on you. No yeah, one needs to die here. Eddie Harris and his troops are all above them. Like, we're in, a, uh, we're we're in, in a, an elevated position. Yeah, put, yeah. Your, put your guns down. Yep. Yeah. And then, of course, somebody above accidentally kicks a brick. Yep. Yeah. And then it's on. And then it's on. They all dead. Every single fucking one of them. Yeah. Except for the one Navy SEAL that is down with Sean and Nick. But he decides. No. I better take a peek. And they're like, don't do it. <laughs> what? And he does. And he gets immediately shot murdered. to pieces. Yeah. And he falls back down the hole upside and he's down. hanging upside down. Yeah. yeah. Uh. Sean Connery loses the end. <laughs> yes. So now it's just Sean Connery and Stan Goodspeed. Yep. As uh, one of the FBI guys says, all we got now is a six-year-old convict and a lab rat. Right. Which is, which is a an excellent point. It just... That, that is the truth of the situation. We have an old guy who's been rotting in prison for 30 years yep. who's suddenly a, you know, right back to his 007 James Bond shape. Well, he's been working ass. on it. And we know? got a, a desk jockey nerd yep. who knows nothing about any of this world who's just able to do all these amazing feats. Yes. And that guy just called it out. Yes. Okay. Um, but as soon as they're done with that, Mason's like, well, I'm out of here. Um, so he starts leaving and then Nicholas Cage has like make his case to keep him there. Some shit like that. I don't know. <laughs> and you find out that Mason was a British spy that stole files 
uh, proving like the Roswell alien invasion. Right. Who actually shot JFK? Right. Like he had microfilm that fucking shit. That everyone was shit. concerned about in the eighties. So he got JFK. he went to prison without a trial and he's never been convicted and spent half of his life in prison and escaped right. from three of them. They held him without a trial for his whole life. Um, Just like we do now with people. Yeah. No big deal. Look, I'm holding hands with the cat. Oh, that's very nice. <laughs> Guys, I'm holding hands with the cat right now. It's the best <laughs> day of my life. <laughs> he is a very cute cat. All right. Um, who's about to go home. Sorry, buddy. You finally got used to it here. Uh, I'll fire. Oh, yeah. Uh, Nicholas Cage pulls a gun on him. He's like, I'll fire. And Sean Connery's like, no, you won't. Plus, you have the safety the on. The safety shirt on. <laughs> yes. And he turns and points yeah. a gun at himself. And he, yeah. Like, Mason's off. Mason's out. And they're like, you stop him. He's like, he's got all the guns. <laughs> okay. Um, then he explains, he catches up to him once again and explains that there's a bunch of horrible chemical weapons aimed at San Francisco. Right. And uh, Sean Connery's like, you could have told my daughter. He's like, it was classified. Dude, I should fucking read audiobooks. I'm just saying. It's Man, it's both true. of us. Come on. It's true. Uh so the bad guys are aware there's still people there, so they're like sweeping all of Alcatraz, going through it, yeah. checking everything. Uh, and as they're doing that, uh, Nicholas Cage just explains, even if you get off this island, you can't escape the chemical weapons. The right. rockets will kill us all. Yes. Yes. <laughs> hear them drop bomb. Yes. Uh uh, the dudes hear them talking, the bad guys, and they drop a grenade or some kind of firebomb onto where they are. Right. There are many flames. Luckily, they're walking through like two feet of water, and they just go underneath. So yes, we'll flame them out. Yep. And then well, burn no, them out. Because there's, yeah. you know, water. Yep. Um, now they're in a part of Alcatraz that is the oldest part of Alcatraz, it's originally a Civil War fort, or okay. was it a was it a mine from a Temple of Doom? Um, Jesus H Christ, <laughs> we're almost there, buddy. Yeah, what is this yeah. exactly? Where are they? Um, then Nicholas Cage says, "This is a line everyone remembers." Nicholas Cage Wait, says, did "They said it said it was a Civil War fort." Yes, they did. During the Civil War, they would have a fort off the coast of uh, California. Hmm. Would they? I don't believe they probably. <laughs> I, I don't, don't think there's any fear uh, of the Southern Army getting past the Mississippi River. <laughs> yes, let going alone. around South America. <laughs> the uh, the Southern Navy decided to take, take a trip around two continents. Right. Pre Panama Canal. I don't know when was the Panama Canal built Who's after the say? Civil War. I would. Guess one hundred percent after this. Yes. I'm right. It's fine. Yes, that's correct. Um, there's a gunfight. Gunfight's happening, and Sean Connery is firing wildly at the bad guy. And Nicholas Cage is like, "Don't hit the rocket!" You're like, okay. And then he keeps firing, and then uh, that guy gets shot. But now he has a grenade, and you're like, "Oh fuck!" The bad guy got shot, but he's about to pull the pin out of the grenade. 
Well, Sean Connery starts wildly shooting at this AC unit or heater or whatever above yes. him. And that, I, that reminded me of just like in movies when like if there's an object that can in, that can somehow influence another character, if you shoot your gun at it, you'll make it move. Like shooting yes. a gun at something just will make it fall. Yes. Like in a video game. Right. Like, like an old school like, like – Shoot like, at it five uh, times, it falls. <laughs> if you shoot five bullets into an object, it will fall. Yes. No matter how it's affixed. All right, hang on. We're gonna pause this bitch. <laughs> inhale. All right, inhale. And exhale. Wow, 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 wow. So they shot down that AC unit. And that's when their friend stopped by to pick up his cat. It was a weird part of the movie. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Unexpected. Yes. Um, but now they're in the room with the rockets that they have to disassemble. Also, the dude that had the AC unit fall on him, his feet, his foot is like twitching. Yeah. It's like, is that feet thing? Is that normal? And uh, Sean Connery's like, yes. Yes. It happens sometimes. <laughs> I'll take the rapist. Um,. So they're in the room with a rocket, and now they stole, they tried to steal 16 of these things. They got 15 of them, but there's only three missiles that need to be unguided. Right. Which is like, what? 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 They decided to make the movie easier. I don't know. Cut me some freaking slack. (laughs) Yes. Um, so he's disassembling the rocket to get to the, uh, directional, uh, the control, what do you, what would you call it? The thing that guides it, the guidance system. The guidance system, system. Yeah. yes. Okay. It's like a system. microchip. Um, and then he explains. Missile guidance systems was an important plot point in a lot of 80s movies, I yes. feel like. Um, we, were, we were into missile guidance systems. And all the, the poisonous spheres are in a string of pearls configuration. And he explains to Sean Connery all the things that will happen to you if they bust. Right. And then also that um, he, they were both provided with the shot to take to the heart in yeah. case. Because that can prevent That's your, the antidote. That can prevent your skin from melting right. off. You know? Right. Why not? Uh, so the team that was in that room did not check in with the boss, Mr. Ed Harris, and they become suspicious, and they're like, uh-oh, those t- two still-alive dudes are down there. Right. So they send uh, another group to go get them. Go, 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 go. So these dudes hear the guys coming. Uh, they jump into a very much Temple of Doom-style mining cart. Right. And for that is for some reason in Alcatraz, were they mining coal? Was I it for know, laundry? What there were pulleys and carts what on did, rails. Okay. We and, did say, oh no! Originally, it was a Civil War fort, according to Sean Connery. Explain, so it explains zero, no. absolutely nothing. Okay. Uh, and there, where does this? Where does this go? Uh, the track ends. Luckily, they're connected. With a rope. Yeah. Even though, aren't there other dudes going down the track also at this point? They're not in a cart, yes. though. They're just, like, going down it. I don't fucking know. Because they could just cut the rope. Dead. They win. <laughs> End of movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
So the rope is holding them there. Uh, they're coming. Who? The Marines. Uh, and earlier on in the movie, they didn't get the... I was about to say Patrick Swayze. <laughs> they didn't give Swayze Sean Connery a gun. They gave him a bottle of kerosene and some oh, yeah. waterproof matches. So John C. McGinley is now there, and he's like going to get him. Yeah. Well, luckily, Sean Connery yes. has got a bottle of kerosene and some matches. <laughs> which he pours onto which John he has in a squirt bottle. Yes, he does. Which he squirts yep. all over his pant legs. The kind of bottle you would have vinegar in at a restaurant or yes. something. Like a mustard bottle. Yes. yes. A tactical yeah. mustard <laughs> bottle, yes, bottle yes. with fucking... Yeah. So he sprays him, and then he uses kerosene. one of his... Kerosene. Then he uses one of his waterproof matches and lights John C. McGinley's ass on fire. Yep. John C. McGinley has a grenade that he tosses into the mining cart that Nicolas Cage is still in. Um, then there's another guy going to kill Sean Connery, and Nicolas Cage has to shoot him, and this will be the first guy he's killed uh, yes. in the movie on his own. And he does shoot him. Uh, rather glad you didn't hesitate. <laughs> Is what Sean Connery says. <laughs> um, he was trained by the best British intelligence. Whatever. Something that belonged. This was supposed to mean more than it does now, Alex. I took way too many notes. Something that belongs to me. Civilian lives. <laughs> what? What am I saying? Uh, oh, at this point, they have three minutes, according to Ed Harris, to return the guidance chip that they took. But right. there's still two more missiles to go find and defuse. Yes. I wrote three. That you have to, to easily just pull apart and pull the chip out like it's. Well, uh, easily, except for how volatile those glass spheres are, buddy. Oh you got to be careful, you know? <laughs> yes. And also, this is where I said I thought there were 15 of these fucking things. They only have to defuse three, though. Right, because who wants to watch it two hours of who wants to watch <laughs> two hours and 15 minutes of this shit in general i can tell you what not me so um this is where they separate and uh mason mason goes to give himself up yeah and he walks to ed harris he strolls by all the civilians locked up in cages and he gives himself up uh name and rank uh, he says Navy. He says John Patrick Mason, Army. Uh, I was formerly a guest here. That's why he's there. They're like, why are you? How did you get involved in this? I was formerly a guest. He's caught. Um. Uh, she? I think. <laughs> so they're caught, and then Nicholas Cage is kind of caught. I think. I don't know. But uh, Ed Harris tells Ed Harris tells Sean Connery he doesn't want to see the memory of his the people under him betrayed by their own fucking government, and Sean Connery says, "Lunacy! I think you're a fucking idiot." Yes. Oh man, where are the guidance chips? I was doing Sean Connery. That's what Ed Harris said. Right. How does Ed Harris talk? Where the Ed Harris is a fucking great actor, by the way. He is. Where are the guidance chips? He just kind of talks like a normal dude, though. Yeah. With a gravelly I, I, voice. If someone could do a really good uh, Ed Harris impression, I'd love to hear it, because I, would, I wouldn't even know where to begin. No. Ed Harris, huh? Where are the guidance chips? I destroyed them. Ah. 
Um, so now Nicolas Cage is caught. No, maybe not. I don't fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take pleasure in gutting you, boy, as one of the bad, bad guys says. Talking to, to who? I think Sean Connery, maybe Nicolas Cage. Who knows? <laughs> Shame on them. Whatever. I don't know what's happening there either. Shame on them because... Your notes are way too yeah, detailed. You don't even they are. <laughs> Whatever. So at this point, they're both caught. <laughs> Shame on them. I think it's one of them talking about... I don't know who's talking to who. Shame on them. I need to write who says this shit. I write so much shit, though, it doesn't. <laughs> at this point, there's they're both caught. And they only have 52 minutes to go, Alex. <laughs> and now the, the American government... Is starting to worry about this, so right. guess what? The president, the fake president, is like, "This is one of the hardest decisions I've ever had to make." To decide between how do you how do you weigh human life? Uh, it was a 80, so it's a mon it's so this is a monologue told over you know yeah. cuts of him him like backlit saying this. And then jets, you know, F-16s going down yep. the runway, uh, Top Gun style, and yep. the American flag, like ooh, Michael Michael Bay just and that real that sweeping Michael Bay music yes. behind them, yes, that orchestra, the, yes, <laughs> yeah, orchestra. I was gonna go- orchestra with an, uh, an electric guitar going over the top of it. That's what I was thinking. The final countdown is that what? I- but not quite like with an orchestra the same yeah the same idea is the final countdown um now they're both instead of killing them even though so many people have died at this point they lock them both in cages um and uh nicholas cage is like how did you escape before? He's like, you know how to get through all this shit, but how did you get out of your cell? And Sean Connery conveniently found a rope with a hook on the end of it, mm-hmm. a big metal hook that he tosses to the latches of the cell doors. And he opens the one next to him first, and then he opens the next one, and then he goes to open Nicholas Cage's cage and nicholas <laughs> cage, cage says big cage's oh cage. big cage's cage <laughs> and nicholas cage says how in zeus's butthole did you open your cell <laughs> which i thought was fun and that's why i wrote and it i down. read that nicholas cage Im- improvised that and the director was like no and nicholas cage is like yeah yeah he demanded he kept it in yeah, good choice because it was very memorable. I'd say even if it's stupid, it is again peak Nicholas yep. Cage. The hour is approaching. Everyone's worried. Uh, they need to get their money, and Mason decides he's going to leave again. But there's only three minutes left, and Sean Connery is convinced at this point that Ed Harris's character is not a murderer. He's a soldier. He's like he's not going to do it, mm-hmm. and you think. And now the Candyman, no, no, Candyman has been killed, I think. Has he been killed? No, he's one of the last, no, Candyman goes out very memorably. Okay. He's one of the last to go. But they all, all of a sudden his guys are questioning him and uh, telling him to ask for another hour. David Morris is telling him to ask for another hour. Right. 
And they're trying to make him order the launch of the missile, which he does not want to do. But he does finally give the nod to do it, to go mm-hmm. blow up fucking Oakland. The stadium is where the missile is guided right. towards. So he does it. Um, and the missile gets launched, and you're like, what the fuck? Then you see uh, Nick Cage and Sean Connery talking, and he's like, you're not leaving. He's like, I'll be dead or in prison. Same thing. Yes. Yes. Um, Nick gets caught again. Uh, And at this point, you're like, fuck, what's he going to do now? Well, Mason comes back, and he breaks the dude's neck with his bare hands, which is impossible. Because an out-of-shape six-year-old guy can totally do that. Mm, Why not? Because he was once James Bond. Yes. Uh, Also, they very much, I kind of did enjoy that about the movie, is that they play up that he was a British spy. So essentially, it's like if James Bond Bond got caught and spent 30 years in prison because of finding Because he knew too much about America's secrets. That's fun. That is fun. Yeah. Um, Ish. uh, And then his ex, I decided I didn't want your child growing up without a father. Okay, so now they're both at it. They're about to launch. The weapon is hot. Standing by. Fire, because he gave the nod. The missile is loose, motherfuckers. Heading right to Oakland. The juice is loose. Yes, it is. But as it's going, it's approaching the stadium. Harris, Ed Harris, changes the coordinates, and it misses and goes into the ocean. Yep. And now his boys are like, what the fuck? What the fuck, bro? And there's still another missile left, but they're like, the candy man is fucking pissed. Yeah. It's kind of racist to make all the black guys bad guys. I thought the same thing. Yes. But Bad Boys was Michael Bay's first movie, so maybe he gets a pass. <laughs> Even though Bad Boys seemed kind of racist on its own in a, several different ways that mm-hmm. I could discuss if we ever do Bad Boys. We'll get to it. Yes. Yes. Um, but yeah, Will Smith won't drop the N-bomb in raps, but he will say it for Michael Bay in movies. It didn't make any sense to me. And he points a gun at a teenage Well, and he said, it like ten, he said it like 20 times in Wild Wild West. He did? <laughs> no fucking way. Yeah. Sh- shut up, Alex. <laughs> I was like, I don't remember that. He just kept calling Kenneth Branagh the N-word. <laughs> yes um david morris is also pissed you're coming loose say so i thought you were ready to kill they were all down for the yeah. cause yep and now they realize their leader is like bullshit yeah He's like, I just wanted. To, I, I all I wanted was the the threat of force. I never planned to really use force, right? Which clearly he did mean to. Otherwise, he would have just he lied did, about and the he, whole thing. yeah. Um, and all, and now Candyman says, uh, "We're not." He's like, "You're soldiers," because he's trying to tell them to stand down because he's a higher officer. Yeah. And uh, Candyman is like, "We're no longer soldiers. We're mercenaries, and mercenaries get fucking paid." Yeah. And that's I want my fucking money. Right. Yeah. We bluffed. They called it mission over. Stand down, Captain. And nope. Then he tells them to secure the general, as in Ed Harris, and they relieve him of his command. And there's a Mexican standoff. Very you, intense. Oh, and you think you style. think big white guy is going to turn on Ed Harris? 
because he does end up pointing the gun at him. Right. But then he shoots big black guy. <coughs> and you're like, oh, shit. <laughs> and they all shoot in each other. And Ed Harris once wonders to himself, good God, what have I done? What? Good God, what <laughs> have I done? <laughs> uh, where's the last rocket? There's one more rocket. And it is in the lower lighthouse. Um, there's grenades getting tossed. Last rocket. This At this point, I was like, when does this movie fucking end? Yeah. Sweet Jesus, you guys may be wondering the same thing about the Cod Podcast. The Cod Pass? The, the Cod Pass. The Cod Pass. It's a podcast where we talk about our old Cod pieces. The Cod Pass. The Cod Pass Podcast. <laughs> Cods of the Past. Candyman, shoot me. Uh, oh, so now there's a standoff between the Candyman and Nicolas Cage at the lower lighthouse. And Nicolas Cage right. is holding the spheres of fucking... No, no, it's not the Candyman, because he had launched a missile into the Candyman. Right? Yeah, that was the, that's the scene that they worked up. That's where, yeah. and then it's like the fire button. He's standing He's like, in front of the shoot me and missile. I drop this. Yeah. And then he hits the fire button, and luckily, Candyman is start standing right in front of the last missile, and that's how they get rid of that one. Although, Nicolas Cage is holding the pearls from it, I guess. Yeah. And that was the last rocket, so he did. Um, uh, the one axe to door soldier. Oh, the, uh, the soldier, one of the other lower... The main lower soldiers is taking an axe to the door to get into where Nicolas Cage is. Ah. And Nicolas Cage has a string of pearl poisons. He gets in. He's got the guidance removed. Um, why he still had to remove the guidance after he already shot the missile, I'm not 100% sure on. But they probably had more missiles because they did steal 15 of them. Right. Right. Had a couple um, spare ones there. Yeah. Um. Uh, they... They're in the sights of the planes coming after them, but the airstrike incoming. Uh, they're going to go out and nuke. That, the, the president gave a go-ahead to basically thermite the yes, island. Yes. So they're, the, the, they, are, they are inbound to do that exact thing. Yes. Um, Sean Connery is fighting with another guy that he ties up in chains and then tosses the chains down a well. Thereby chain strangling him with the yes. way of the chains. Yes, correct. I did chain strangler. I chain strangled the rapist. Train strangler. <laughs> yes, um, that, was, that was one of the um, Bond uh, villains. Chain strangler. <laughs> yes. Yes, chain strangler. Yes, chain strangler. Uh, one of the poison spheres has gotten loose, and Nicolas Cage has grabbed it before any danger could happen. Yeah. But he's fighting another guy, and he's losing. So. Yeah. He grabs the sphere, and then what's he do? He puts it in his front pocket for safekeeping. Uh, front knowing, shirt pocket. Yes. Not Knowing even that he's pocket. going to go fight this guy. Yes. So this highly volatile, terrible substance. The worst poison. No, it's like the second only to nuclear weapons. Just going to put it right. <laughs> you know, you're wearing your flannel. Just tuck it right in that yep. front pocket. Make sh right by your heart. Well, oh, and I'm going to start swinging at this dude. He's going to start swinging at me. Yes. Okay. 
Then they're fighting, and he's like, suck on this, because he's losing the fight. And he stuffs the sphere into the guy's mouth and punches him in the face, thereby releasing the poison, killing that guy very painfully. But now uh, he's within reach of the poison, so he has to take what? Shot to the heart, baby. But it's too late. Actually, it's right on time, because, hey, it turns out if you got a shot to the heart, you're A-OK. You can be all around, around all this poison you want. Makes sense. Yes. Makes Perfectly. total sense. This uh, this uh, boiling, the skin boiling poison. Right. That for some reason in the air will boil your skin, but if, if you get this shot to the heart, it's, yes. uh, you're fine. Yeah. Toll, yeah. it's, uh, it's chemistry, okay? Yeah. I know yeah. you don't understand it, so yes. don't worry about it. Okay. <laughs> um, so that guy's dead. All the bad guys are dead. All the missiles are launched. Uh, they're good to go, but the airstrike has been launched. So what can Nicolas Cage do? A classic, dramatic Nicolas Cage move where he has to get up, turn these flares on. Signal flares. We didn't mention uh, green smoke, I guess, is a signal that things are okay. Yeah. He's got these green smoke flares. He pops them on the ground. He slowly walks to the edge of the lighthouse, drops to his knees, and waves the flares. Dramatic upshot of this. Yes. Very Michael Bay. Sweeping the orchestra music again. Da na na na. Da na 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 na. The final countdown, mm-hmm. yes. <laughs> and you're like, finally, they did it. And one of the planes sees it and they're like, abort, abort, abort. And uh, one of the other planes has already launched a missile, though. Yes. And you're like, fuck. Well, how are they going to fix this? Well, the answer is, uh, they just missed. They just hit a part of the building that was empty. No harm, no foul. <laughs> yeah. Why even have them shoot it? Why not have them like, lift the lid of the fire button? Because it's a Michael Bay movie, yep. and there might, as well the be, there might as well be another explosion. Right. Drops to his knees. Uh, back of the island is where it hit, even though when you're watching the movie I watched, that was very surely the middle of the island. Yeah. <laughs> Um. Uh, hostages alive? Yes, every one of them. Mason? No, Mason's dead. He tells them that Mason died, got vaporized. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, "Can a man get vaporized?" Whatever. And he tells Mason before he leaves, he's like, "I got a room at the Pan Pacific Hotel. There's two hundred bucks in it. I'll tell him you're dead." Get the hell out of here. Thank you. Yes, sounds wonderful. Um, and Mason tells him that, uh, he gives him a note that says the right leg of the pew at a church in Kansas has what you're looking for. No one was looking for this, but it's the microfilm with all the proof of all this crazy shit. Yeah. So the movie in the last scene in the movie cut to, uh, Carla and Goodspeed running out of a church this little church in the middle of nowhere to the world's shittiest car into like a 1940s jalopy that says just <laughs> yes, married yes. and they take off down the yes. road like the cans behind the car and then you you cut to nicholas cage sitting there going through microfilm going do you want to know shot kennedy yeah <laughs> yes and credits the fucking end we did it alex and we did it expediently because it was. I'm sorry I talked so much during this podcast. No, we did. And I feel we're like we good. didn't divert that much, but we still had our moments. 
Hey, the podcast is still going. We're not over. It, it, that's true. But the, uh, the movie. Thank the movie God the movie is thankfully, over. That was. We've uh, we've come to learn that if if I am ambivalent to the movie, it's hard to make a good podcast about it. And when I watch this movie, I'm like, I am ambivalent to this movie. Yeah. I don't really care. This will probably be the last time I bothered to watch this, which I'm surprised because I hadn't seen it in a long time. I you also said you've seen this movie so many yeah, times. it was on all the time. Yeah. It was a it was a, one of those humongous movies, but I haven't seen it in forever. And man. These movies just don't hold up because the story is so flimsy. If you take out the stars of the movie and plug in lesser actors, it's just a B movie. Yes, it's just... a B movie with that cost a lot of money because there were so yes. many explosions. Right. Yes. Where they're like, how can we? We just need to facilitate these explosions and uh, right whatever the we can what do. They want. The world's dumbest fucking car chase. This is before before there were comic book book movies. There were action movies. So it had to be ridiculous things like this where cars are flipping over and exploding all over the place. There were like four comic book movies before this, Alex. Just a heads up. Two, super, three Supermans. Four Supermans. Supergirls. They were all bad, with the exception of but Superman I, But and we are Batman in the movies, comic book era now. Where comic books movies Dominate. now are like westerns in the 40s, 30s, 40s, 50s, yeah. 60s. That is, I was thinking about that the other day, actually, is that that is very much what is happening now. There yeah. are less movies, because they all cost a shitload more money to make. That's true. Less yeah. mainstream movies, I should say. And they're 50% comic book movies. Yeah. And it, we're in the era where comic book movies are now westerns. We're like... Yeah, for sure. Yeah. There, in, in the 80s, it was uh, action movies. Yes. And then it turned into comic movies. I'm just waiting for the next wave. I wonder what it will be. You got to figure it will be the antithesis of a comic book movie. I don't think this is going away for a while till they start not making money. No, and now that it, Disney basically owns everything, mm -hmm. like there's so many properties. I just. I told a joke years ago that like, oh yeah, you know, they'll keep making these movies and then they'll make Ant-Man 2 and it's like a dog turd movie that just like derails everything. But Ant-Man 2 was really good and they made several after that. Well, I'm just yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's been no like giant dog turd. I mean, the oh, DC Batman movies, versus Superman. Well, but but they still made money. I say not bank wise. I'm yeah. talking about like a real box office, like where it's like where it's a oh, box office shit. bust and a critical. Yeah, where it's bust. like flame yes. out. Like yeah. finally, we've gone too far. You know, we're on Doctor Doctor Strange Part Seven. Yeah. Uh, you know, the the Globetrotters were special guests on that movie, right? And, and I'm guilty of it because I love these fucking movies. No, and I I do, and they're I, good. I don't I know. Saw Captain Marvel. TV has turned into. It's weird because movies are serialized now, and TV is all like anthologies, like one-off series. Not all, but like when you think about uh, True Detective, Fargo. They're all it's a series, but all different actors every season. Oh right, yeah. And like there's the same there's like a clear there's like a line through that connects them all sort of. But it's not but not serialized. Really. Yeah. yeah. The the series it's it'll be like ten episodes that are serialized, but then it's like on to the next one. Right. Where T V shows are now like long movies. They're not repeating them it's not there's aren't murder she wrote anymore. <laughs> right. Too bad. We're so insightful, god damn it.
There's no more Cagney and Lacey. <laughs> nope. <laughs> no one has ever thought There's these no thoughts. There's no more Remington Steele. <laughs> Pierce Brosnan. There's no right? more L.A. Law. That was earlier in the podcast. Wait, no, that's not what it was. A Ricky don't lose a number. There are several musical numbers in this podcast. There always is, baby. That is true. That is one of our... That's. That's one of our special gifts that we pass on to you, the listener, our undeniable musical talent. <laughs> oh, buddy. Don't yeah, even We got to drop an album pretty soon. Yeah, the greatest fuck the goddamn Christmas album. Peace on Earth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, we're way out of season. You can't, you can't pull that card right now. Oh, right I can always pull that spring, card. Baby. We are right at the beginning of spring. Thank God. I sat for most of that. I'm feeling pretty good, buddy. Good. All right. Yeah. You're on the come up. You're coming yeah, back. Yeah. Um, you guys, we're on another podcast called No Sleep a bunch also. You yep. should listen to that. Mm, yep. 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 Um, I don't know. Uh, I got. I kind of felt like the first time I saw The Rock, I was like, everyone loves this. And then I kind of acted like I liked it, even though I was like, meh. Because I love a good action movie, but this was like, Michael Bay movies are so Michael Bay, even before I knew what Michael Bay was, I was yeah. like, this is just over the top cliches Yes, throughout. Yes. Like, he's good at them, but that's what it is. Yeah, he makes it, he makes it palatable. Like, you forget, like... I'm surprised they didn't drive through a pane of glass in the car chase. Like that's how cliche it was. You know what I mean? Did, didn't they? Well, <laughs> I don't know. He they drove very... through. He drove through a. He a did. You're right. Uh, window. He was like, screw it. Yep. But and he, he drove. And he drove right. through several barrels of bottled water, which was hit many parking meters. Change flying everywhere. Not even. Not even. Sort of slowing the car down. No. Like those things were made out. Of, those things were like paper. Paper towel tubes, mm-hmm. painted gray. Yep. Michael Bay sucks is the conclusion. The first Transformers is maybe it's my favorite Michael Bay movie. Really? I have I had great affection for Transformers and the first one out of the f- six, seven, <laughs> t- mm. eight. <laughs> well, five were Michael Bay. One is Bumblebee. So, yeah. But the first Michael Bay Transformers I enjoyed. It was also just neat at the time because you hadn't. That was like taking CGI characters to a level that you were like, "Damn, they really, really was it." I don't know if it was because you know there had been several CGI characters before that. It, it was what it was. Shia LaBeouf is charming before he went <laughs> insane, and Megan Fox is attractive. Yeah, maybe I'll get around to watching that someday. Probably not. You should watch the first one someday. Maybe we'll do a podcast. I think we're we've crossed the line where now we can do movies one of us hasn't seen. <laughs> yeah. I think I don't think we should do movies neither of us have seen, but I think we can do movies where unless it's something like really that probably be hard to find. I was thinking of there was a specific movie I was thinking of. I don't remember what it was though at this point. Doesn't matter. It's something you haven't seen that is shocking. We've discussed it before, and it's not Transformers. Hmm. 
<laughs> well, whatever. We don't need to. Con- Who knows? Let's yeah. sit here and think about it for half an hour. Yes, let's do that. Let's not and say we did. <laughs> All right, or let's not. Yeah. Um. All yeah. Right. Uh, all right, all the right, Rock yeah, was right. uh, what it was. Uh, the Rock was dumb, and I don't care about it. And uh, I understand where all the cliches from uh, these movies come from. It but comes- th- they were cliches within the movie, though. They already were, just with bigger explosions. No, it just this was like the 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 real high the high the high tide of yes. uh, of these '90s action movies. Yes, this was one of them. This this is on the. The Mount Rushmore of Michael Bay, uh, Tony Scott, Ridley Scott. Yes. Those, all the, all and those so far, uh, Nicolas Cage Top movies. Gun. Top Gun is on that Mount Rushmore. But it's good. It's your well, favorite movie. Top Gun is the best. But it's, <laughs> it's one of those movies, though. I want to say uh, Nicolas Cage, buddy. Um, you're 0 for 2 so far. As far as winning our childhoods back. What are we going to watch to win it? Uh, have you watched... Um, I think I will still like Con Air. What about... Uh, Leaving Las Vegas? Raising Arizona. Oh, that's guarantee winner. Yeah. I haven't watched that in a long it's time. It's so good. You can't You can't even ruin a Coen Brothers movie, no. though. Is there one you could? Maybe Barton Fink? I don't know, but I still like that, too. But ruin like, like shit on like for bad choices. No, they got they got skills. They Some f- movies just work more than others or hit you more than others. But like, technically, you're just like, yeah, that's good job, guys. Right? Yeah, <laughs> you're really good at what you do. Yep. Um. Also, Nicolas Cage was great in uh, Spider Verse as a voice actor. Uh, did not see that. You haven't seen it yet? Nope. Oh, shit, bro. It's really good. That's what I hear. That's what everyone says. Yeah. I don't know. I think, yeah. This is sort of a ruiner, but this was not that important of a movie to me, so not that big of an effect, but I'm surprised that I- No, it wasn't one where you go back and be like, I love this, and you're like, oh, it sucked. Right. I just was like, oh, this was a big movie that I thought was cool. We've had a couple of those. And then you're like, oh, this shit is so played out now that this is embarrassing to watch. Yeah. Um, All right. Stick that in your pipe, America. Um, are we done? I think so. All right. What's your name again? My name is Alex Carter, everyone. I'm. T- your last name is everyone? Yeah. Alex was- oh, okay. Carter, everyone. <laughs> A-C-E. They call me That's Ace. That's hilarious. They call me they called me Ace. <laughs> big Ace, they called me. Because <laughs> I got a big old Ace. Uh, I'm Tom McGrain. Um, this has been a podcast we like to call Let's Ruin Our Childhood. Correcto Mundo. Uh, bye. Bye, guys. See you next time. Bye. <laughs>